Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Lots to talk about today. Friend of the show, Tina Peters, has been indicted on, I think, over 10 counts. 11 counts. Um, 11. Actually, 13, 13. 13 counts. 13 counts. 13 counts. And um, Belinda uh, has also been indicted. And we're going we're gonna to walk through some stuff that's going to be really shocking. So hit the Rumble button if you're on Rumble. Follow us on the website. Pretty pretty serious stuff because um, I want to get right into it and then bring Sharona on. But what this is, is an, it's an attack on sensibilities. It's an attack on accountability. And what they're basically saying is that when someone at a state level wants to get involved in, in proofing or investigating election or anything for that matter, they're elected by the people in their environment, that they are going to find ways to persecute those people, not prosecute, persecute those people. And we're going to find some shocking things that are in the indictment that would lead you to believe um, people, people like uh, Kyle Clark and, and the rest of these uh, left-wing uh, trash bags aren't going to tell you. And you're not going to believe it because, in essence, they're basically saying that Dominion employees are now public officials. Pretty strange. So without any further, uh, I think we should just go ahead and bring Sharona Bishop. Sharona Bishop, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on, Joe um, and Max. Thank you guys for all the work that you guys do getting this information out to the public. The, the spin on words. We have a war of words going on in America. It has been for some time where they can say whatever they want. When they when they draw up these counts, as we read through these, um, these, these felony charges against Clerk Peters and Belinda Nisley, the words that they're using make it sound a certain way that has people go, whoa, that's crazy. For example, Belinda Nisley's original charges were, um, uh, what was it, um, cyber, gosh, help me out, Joe. Her original charges Not were, cyber. yeah, um, it, it was like, uh, you know, she was she was doing some cyber crime, thank you, cyber crime and burglary. Okay. Right. Those were the right. original charges that they put on Belinda Nisley. Why? To make the public think that Belinda Nisley had broken in back in, in May, uh, that she had broken into the elections office Which and, she never and did. stole something. Okay. She wasn't even there. She had a heart, she was having a heart attack. Had those charges had nothing to do with that. What these charges came from was Belinda Nisley going to work. Clerk Peters was not there. Belinda Nisley is her deputy clerk. She acts on Tina's behalf. And Tina said, go to the office and get on my computer. So the county, uh, the county attorney, um, we call him, we call him names. So I got to think about his, what his real name is. Todd Starr. Thank you. Todd Starr decided to slap burglary and cyber crimes charges on Belinda Nisley. So it's this war of words and how they're spinning the narrative to make the public who are going to be ignorant about these things because it takes a little bit of research. And I say that yeah. respectfully. It takes some research to figure out what's going on. And as much as we try, um, it's it gets detailed. So let's let's start with this indictment. Um, Clerk Peters did, in sure. fact, uh, spend the night in jail last night. She's still there right now. 
The judge has moved the bond hearing to 4 p.m. It was 1.30. They've moved it to 4 p.m. Yeah, so they're going to keep this going as long as they can. They're going to keep her there, embarrassing her, trying to humiliate her, shame her, all the things. So let's go through this, this serious list of indictments that's so bad, they slapped a $500,000 cash bond on her. Yeah. Okay, so that's and, ju and just for anyone and just for anyone who doesn't know who hasn't listened to the show on these other episodes, Tina Peters, the Mesa County, Colorado uh, clerk and recorder, she is required by law to safeguard all election records. In her opinion, she believed that all rec election records included things like security logs inside of Dominion voting machines. Uh, she was told that Dominion was going to be sending people to install what they called their trusted build. That's basically a software update, just like when you turn off your computer sometimes. They said you want to update your computer. Sometimes things go missing. Sometimes you lose files. She feared that this would end up getting rid of some files that she's legally obligated to protect. So she took it upon herself to safeguard that by, by cloning the server, for lack of a better word. Um, and sure enough, when they did install their trusted build, things went missing. So now they are going after her because she fulfilled the duties of her office to actually actually secure and protect vital election records that would be necessary in the event of an audit. So I just wanted to try and give it like a two minute, just Thank in case you. anyone doesn't know what we're talking about. But yeah, if we if we put up my screen, I have the indictment. Um, so Mr. Bruce, let's put it up. Fantastic. Zoom in so people can read it. All right. So, Joe, you mentioned that they are now making it sound like the employees of the Secretary of State and Dominion Machines are public servants, which yeah. all of us know when we hear the word public servant, what do we immediately think of? Elected officials. officials. So, right. so, yeah, when we were waiting for the um, sealed affidavit to finally be opened, I thought for sure there was going to be some coercion of a particular you know, elected official named in this affidavit. That right. couldn't be further from the truth. Um, this uh, this is about a, a an employee who worked for the Secretary of State's office, and I, I apparently he is the victim of Clerk Peter's investigation. <laughs> I, I'm it, sorry. I'm trying not to laugh. Sorry. Um, so here we go with the first count: attempt to influence a public servant. Not once, not twice, not three times. Um, or, or, but excuse me, three counts for that. The first one is for, um, as you can see here, Jesse Romero of the Colorado Department of State, Secretary of State's office, a public servant. Wow. Um, by means of deceit, with the intent thereby mm, to alter the public servant's decisions, vote, opinion, or actions. That's going to be really challenging. Honor about, about April 23rd to May 18th, 2021. Usually <laughs> you're required to identify when a crime occurred. Not to say it occurred sometime in this month period. Well, you know, we're it's a new day, Max. It's a new day. All right. <laughs> the got, second count. Sometime. <laughs> <laughs> some, some point at some time yeah. in history, this may have occurred. All right. Go to the next one. Number two, attempt to influence a public servant. And this particular one, um, Tina Peters and Belinda Nisley uh, attempted to influence David Underwood of Mesa County, a public servant by means of deceit. Uh, I can't be certain on this, but um, Clerk Peters has stated that she asked her um, inside tech guys to please do the forensic image for her. There was nothing illegal about it. There was nothing wrong with it. They just said they didn't want to do it. And my understanding is that David Underwood, uh, uh, Underwood works for the county and he is one of their tech advisors. And he chose, he just said he didn't want to do the image. And, um, and that's that. So apparently now that's considered 
uh, unlawfully and feloniously attempting to influence um, a, a now a public servant. Okay, so that's number two. And some of these people, I don't know exactly who they are. Um, so this will be interesting to see. Uh, the third count is influencing a public servant by the name of Stephanie Wenholtz of the Mesa County Clerk and Recorder's Office. And this is the uh, account specifically for Belinda Nisley. Remember, Belinda Nisley is the deputy clerk. One of the nicest the people I've ever met, by the way. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Woman. Yeah, incredible woman. And um, she is the boss of Stephanie Wenholtz in the office when yeah. Tina is not present. So again, we're spinning words, we're spinning narratives. I have no idea what was said or done in this situation. And I, I and hopefully she's you know, a superior in this, in this position. She's her superior. She's her boss. Is the superior. Mm -hmm. The Stephanie Wenholtz is her employee, her, her, her charge, her underling, whatever word you want to use. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so she told this person to do something and rather, mm -hmm. I mean, if, if it, if, I mean, you would expect this to be worded differently. I, like, like maybe would, like she ex exceeded her power. He, she exceeded her right. power. Didn't have the authority to do this. Not that she tried to influence <sighs> her own, like agenda. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and honestly, at this point, I can't take anything seriously that's being written in these documents anyway. I don't even know what they Let, mean. Let's um, let's let's back up for a minute. Let's back up for a minute. Mm -hmm. So so far. Hang on just one sec. My computer thing is sorry. All right. So okay, so, sorry. Go ahead. so 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 far, we have somebody that's in a position of trust and authority who was appointed by Tina Peters, told mm -hmm. to do work as Tina Peters is the acting county clerk and recorder. This person works for Belinda. Belinda mm -hmm. says do this, and mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they're trying to influence that person. They're making it sound I mean, like that's a bribe. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. This is crazy. So what is the what is the message? And so far, just reading the first three counts, the message is do not do anything. Don't you're do not anything. allowed to do anything. You're not allowed. You're, you're a puppet. Your uh -huh. job is Don't to do, do what we tell you to do. Mm -hmm. a, a clerk and recorder who isn't allowed to record who isn't allowed to protect and preserve election records, who isn't allowed to go to her IT guys and say, hey, can you do this this forensic image for me? One of the things I think is interesting about this is it speaks to the fact that there was no secrecy here. And that's been a complaint that the public has asked about. There was no secrecy. She went straight to the tech guys who work in her, who work in her county and said, can you do a forensic image for me? And they said, no. And that's on public record. Who owns the machines? Because this is starting to sound like mm -hmm. things we hear from farmers when farmers try and hack into their high-tech John Deere tractors. John Deere shuts them off and said, no, we're only allowed to do software updates. You hear it with Tesla. If you try and get in to change features or to give yourself supercharging, Tesla will, will jump in and turn off your ability to use different features in the car, claiming that you don't wow. fully own it. Who owns the Dominion machines? Because if Mesa County owns the Dominion machines, then that's their property. Right. And, and they have every right to go in there and look and see what's what's under the hood. But if, if these are if this is like like election fraud as a service, that's what that's what Dominion's selling. And, mm -hmm. and Mesa doesn't actually own it. I, I, I don't expect to see these kind of charges. If the clerk and recorder's office, if, the, if Mesa County owns the machines, I don't know how it could be the the equivalent of bribery for her to ask. Well, people well, in her department. So, so let me, let me, 
let me explain to you what attempt to influence a public servant is also used for. If you lie to a police officer like Eric Coomer did of Dominion Voting Systems, that is what they were going to charge him with was an F4 um, felony, right? And that was lying to the police officer about hitting the building and... and, and uh, which he did. Which he did, right? He did. So mm -hmm. um, this gets to the selective prosecution persecution, the selective persecution. Um, but that is what that is used for. It's kind of like a catch-all for any time that you talk and they don't want you to talk, they can charge you with this particular crime, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, it's not yep. necessarily, it's, it's not necessarily bribing. It has more to do with the, the fact that typically it's lying. And that's why they say by means of deceit, right? Mm -hmm. With the intent thereby mm -hmm. to alter or affect the public servant's decision, vote, opinion or action certain matter in which it was considered or performed by the public servant or the agency or body by which the public servant was a member in violation of 18-8-306 CRS. So the reason why this is important is because she didn't have to dece deceive her at all. She didn't have to justify anything to her at all. She said, in my capacity as a deputy, uh, county clerk and recorder, you are hereby ordered to do this. And so she didn't mm -hmm. influence anyone. She said, do this. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know what the do is. I don't even know I what they. I don't think anybody does. Yeah, we don't. And I want to be clear about that. So some of the speculation that we're doing is simply that because I have no idea um, what what Miss Winholt's role was or what she feels. And I also here's what I can tell you. Many of the people uh, or several of the people who have been interviewed by typically Detective Strew from the district attorney's office in relation to this um, this complaint here or this indictment have have expressed number one coercion by the investigator number two they've asked if they need to have an attorney present he said no 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 you don't need an attorney and then finally badgering and starting to threaten them so um this is on record and we're, we're working with some of those witnesses right now who th the process by which they've obtained their information has not been above par and um, I actually was on a call at one point when Belinda Nicely's husband was at Clerk Peter's home and um, he was being um, attempted to be coerced by the same detective, Detective Strew, and uh, come onto the property, come onto Tina Peter's property, come into Tina's home, come on to, you know, this be in Tina's car. And I'm, I'm yelling through the phone. I said, put the phone up and put it on speaker. And I'm yelling at Detective Strew, telling him, get off the property. You have no right to be here. The clerk has said for you to leave her property now. You're harassing Roland. Get off the property now. I'm yelling this while at the same time having to tell this, this very sweet, gentle, older man, you do not say one word to him. You do not need to talk to him. People need to know their rights. They need to know you do not have to speak to these people. And, and especially when they're coercing you and telling you you do not need legal counsel, that's when you stop right there and you say not another word till I get an attorney. Or do you have a warrant to be here? If you don't have a warrant to be here, get off my property and go. And I learned that from you, Joe, and I've used that. So just so you know, it was a great day that day to say to protect this man's rights from an overzealous investigator who thinks he's doing God's work. And he's not. He's jeopardizing everyone in Colorado by what they have, what the district attorney in Mesa County has done. So, um, yeah, you don't have to talk to these people. Citizens need to know that. And by the way, it doesn't make you guilty not to talk to them. And they're, they know that. They know what the law is, but they're counting on you being ignorant and not knowing. So we well, don't even know that any innocent. of these testimonies were gathered correctly anyway. Y yeah. So you're innocent, nothing you can ever say can make you more innocent, right? If you are true, if you've yep. truly done nothing wrong, 
then there's nothing you can say to a police officer or to an investigator who will make you more innocent. The only way to go go when you're innocent, the only way you can go is if you accidentally entrap yourself in something. So mm -hmm. I don't talk to police officers. I don't. I mean, I'll say hi if I pass one in this in the store or something, but I, I really don't have anything to say to police officers in their official capacity because anything they say, literally, they, they tell you can and will be used against you. Yeah, there's so many damn laws. We don't know if we if we run afoul of any of them. So so just so you know, I want to just tell you what I'm organizing on our side and we're getting organized together is that we're having a protest and it's not just going to be in Colorado, but we're going to protest on the on the doorsteps of the of the Capitol. And and frankly, you know, this is not this is not a small problem. This is a huge problem. This, this, is, this is them basically telling you, as a, as a servant of the people that elect you, that you're no longer... And by the way, I want to I point something out. The bail that they put out there for Tina Peters is that of a, it is, it is that of a murderer. Right. It's that of a murderer. Mm -hmm. Like, she's out there trying to protect our elections, and they slap a $500,000 cash bail on mm -hmm. Tina Peters. For as a murderer, and it just Sometimes shows you. Get less. And it just shows you, you know, how bad. Oh, it, I, 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 our system is upside down. It's upside down. It's upside down. This is a gold star mother. She 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 was a successful business owner for thirty two years. She homeschooled her two children. She raised a Navy SEAL. She decided in twenty seventeen to run for for uh, Mesa County Clerk and Recorder to shorten the wait times from the ridiculous three and a half hours of Sheila Reiner. Just want to get that name in there three and a half hours down to virtually nothing. And she just wanted to serve the people. You know, I, it's what we expect in a servant leader and then never expecting she was gonna come across this, never expecting she in Mesa County, a very red community was going to find and unveil what these people have been doing, what they've been, um, they've been stealing your voice. They've been stealing your vote. It's irrefutable evidence now. And I find it really incredible that the indictments drop just after her second report comes out to diminish all of this incredible work that's been done. But don't worry, because there's a third report coming out. And the third report shows the manipulation of the vote. And that's what we've all been waiting the, for. The right? manipulation of the vote? Because they yes. stole it at a local level. This is amazing. Right. I had a conversation that's with right. someone yesterday. They stole the county commissioners, who, by the way, are the ones that have turned their back and said there's nothing to see here. And now right. we find out that the manipulation inside the machines manipulated the vote of an actual an actual vote. The vote in Mesa County did not count. Right. It did not right. count. If you're in Mesa right. County, your vote didn't count. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. They chose, they selected who got in those positions. They were not elected. And now they're right. going after and Tina it, Peters. And let me tell you, Joe, you know, um, Clerk Peters is tough. There's no doubt. There's not really anything that's happening that she didn't expect might occur because of how desperate these people have become. You know, Jenna Griswold serves at the pleasure of George Soros. I mean, they are desperate to shut all of this down. So there's nothing that's happened that we that we're shocked about right now. It's just that all of you, all of the people are coming into this going, what is going on? How do we get from she made a forensic image? Now she's in jail with a five hundred thousand dollar cash bond to um, FBI raids of her office, her home. And then people who supported her raiding their homes. Yeah. How did we get here where a, a district attorney is holding on with all of his might 
to justify his actions against her rather than humbling himself. And I think this is a good lesson for us all. There is a point where we've got to check our pride as, and I don't know the whole story behind what's got, what's happened to that particular man, that district attorney, to get him where he is now, willing to prosecute and persecute a gold star mother for doing her job. It's un, it's unbelievable. But I will say that at the end of the day, we we our pride is keeping us from doing what's right, and then our lack of courage to move forward into what we know is right. And and I I would just ask for all of our all of our conservatives that we have. I know you have a massive unaffiliated audience. The Republican establishment thinks they're appealing to you, unaffiliated voter. They think by taking this position against Clerk Peters, by throwing her under the bus and saying, we're a law and order party. So therefore we're, we don't want her to even run as, as a candidate in Colorado. They think they're representing you. So in, in my estimation, the best thing you can do right now is let the GOP uh, know that no, these actions that are happening against this clerk, Tina Peters, do not represent you. You actually believe in law and order. You believe in due process. You believe in innocent until proven guilty. Um, you believe in individual liberties. You believe in the Colorado statutes that require a clerk and recorder to preserve full election logs. So we're going to do an ad read really quick, and then I want to get into what you just said, which is interesting, and that is giving up your commanded neutrality and that happened in Colorado. Go ahead, Max. This podcast is sponsored by AirMed Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. It's not something we think about. It's not top of mind until it happens to you and you realize, oh, oh my God, I have to be airlifted to a hospital. And then the bill comes tens of thousands of dollars, depending on where you live in the country. That bill is going to come due. I know you're not, no one worries about money, but um, it's important. And with AirMedCare Network, you can make sure that should this happen to you, you don't face financial ruin. AirMedCare Network starts at just $85 a year. That covers your entire household. Should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted, uh, that's you, your spouse, your children, and you won't pay one cent for an air medical transportation flight as long as you're a member. But it actually gets a little bit better than that. When you go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and then use promo code daily, you're going to get up to $50 back in the form of a gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. I was just looking it up, Joe, and second degree murder cases. It is common in second in Colorado for second degree murder suspects to receive a bond of about $250,000. Okay, okay, so I, I want you to know that um, we, we have a bigger problem, Sharona. Yeah, I mean, look, it's... Whew, we have a bigger problem. I know. You know what the bigger problem yeah. is? Are you ready? We have a I'm Colorado ready. GOP that is identical to the radical left that we have in our state and across our nation. The rhinos are complicit in the behavior of the radical left, and they literally are in bed. Either they're doing so because they're weak or they're doing so because they're corrupt. Either way, you pick. It brings it down to a person named Christy Burton Brown. She is the head of the Colorado State GOP. She also lied back when she got elected for that position and said that she had nothing to do. She was a consultant for uh, FEC United, but she wasn't, was she, Sharona? She was the president no. of FEC United That's and wanted correct. to come in and implement a law and policy center and got everyone to support her. I supported her under the idea that she was going to play nice and when she got in to the position, she would affect change. Right. That idea of affecting change, right. 
why don't you tell everyone what happened yesterday and what this really just, uh, she, she's, a, she's, she's betrayed the people. But go she ahead, has, and, you know, those are actually the words that Clerk Tina Peters used when Christy Burton Brown told her at the Picking County luncheon yesterday that she had just sent out a press release um, calling for Tina Peters to uh, suspend her campaign because she was being indicted um, with all these charges that we just read that we just went through. And um, Tina, uh, Clerk Peters said, I feel so betrayed right now. And I walked up and said, what's going on? And she said, well, she just put out a press release saying I should, I should suspend my campaign immediately because of these indictments. And the, here's the problem. This is the tone deafness of Christy Burton Brown. Um, she doesn't understand that the reason Clerk Peters has been indicted is for all the things we've just talked about. Uh, Christy Burton Brown has not read the first report. She has not no. read the second report. She decided her husband was a cyber expert, and so she didn't need to listen to any of the findings that were coming from this incredible national cyber team. Uh, she has not wanted to hear about anything from Mesa County. She has never asked one question of Clerk Peters of what is going on. Um, their their office is is, you know, it's hard to it's hard to say it this way, but I don't know how else to say it. You know, their legal counsel comes from the same firm as Dominion Voting Machines. You know, there's obviously a conflict of interest that's been happening for quite some time. And so when Christy Burton Brown put out that the Colorado State GOP's same law firm is the one that represents Dominion Voting Systems? Yeah, the firm we're working on all the details for that right now. So <laughs> we can get all You're kidding that me. I'm surprised you don't know this after all the work that you do. I, um, I did I'm not know, but, but Colorado GOP wasn't my, they weren't on my radar. I mean, Christy Burton Brown, I think is absolute. I think she's a traitor, but I mean, besides I think that she's a traitor uh, to the, to the Republicans, the true people that are, are conservative in our communities. Um, I didn't even think of looking into the Colorado GOP, but oh, now yeah. the email goes um, out to FEC people today. Just so okay, you know, so we're going to get out. you the details. We're going to get you the details right now of all of that. Um, let me just, <laughs> uh, just one sec. So, of uh, just one sec. I just want to make sure we're on. Okay, so so there's been some really bad. Um, counsel that's been given to Christy Burton Brown. So never has she looked into any of this. The state, the GOP went around raising money off of election security, but the most that mm -hmm. they are willing to provide right now is we'll teach people how to be poll watchers yeah. uh, or poll judges and, and watchers. Okay. Well, that's necessary. I get it, but that's not election security. Controlled opposition. Okay? That's not it, absolutely. It's not, it's not election security, but they made a ton of money. The state GOP did, uh, Christy Burton Brown, Colorado GOP. Uh, you know, I had people emailing me saying this, the GOP just called me asking for money to secure our elections. Have they read the report? And of course I knew she hadn't. Um, so the, the press release, uh, I'm going to read it to you guys. It's just so disheartening to, to hear something like this come from, um, People who are supposed to understand what's going on. They're, they came in, Christy came in as a grassroots, you know, rah, rah, um, please support me in my run for this, the state GOP because um, this is, you know, I, I'm going to get us back on track. You know this firsthand, Joe. Yeah. Uh -huh. So here is what she said. First, and, and I'll, I'll share my thoughts on it in just a minute, but she said it, it is our belief as leaders of the Colorado Republican Party. Uh, that any Republican candidate who is indicted with felonies by a grand jury and who will be charged by a Republican district attorney because it really matters if they're Republican or not. It doesn't. Um, I, is the law blind or not? Is justice blind or not? I guess, I guess to Christy Burton Brown, who's supposed to be a constitutional attorney, it's not. 
So she should suspend their campaign while they undergo the legal challenges associated with those indictments. The Republican Party is the party of law and order, and we need every Republican voter focused on getting Republicans and constitutional conservatives elected across Colorado in 2022. Today, listen to what she did. Today, we are asking Clerk Peters to consider what is best for the Republican Party in Colorado and act accordingly as she avails herself of our judicial system. Unbelievable. Um, and here's what they did, too, to try to cover themselves. Listen to this. Joe Jackson adds the following to the press release. The bylaws of the Colorado GOP are clear. The party must stay neutral during primary races. Per those bylaws, we will continue to afford Clerk Peters the same information and opportunities afforded other statewide candidates unless notified by her campaign that her statute that her status as a candidate for office has changed. We will not be making any additional statements regarding the situation. Well, let me ask you this. Why didn't they come down on Pam Anderson and announce to the GOP that she works for Mark Zuckerberg's organization that's under investigation in Wisconsin and is hey. about to be the damn nail in the coffin that decertifies hey. their electorates? Hey. Why didn't they do that? Hey, why are you asking such great questions, Sharona? Why are you being so sensible? Why are you looking at the ethical reason why <laughs> things should happen? These people aren't ethical. These people aren't ethical. And by the way, the, the why no. it matters, I, I don't know if you saw this, but the criminal charge against Peters, who was in favor of supporters of former President Trump, threatened to upend the GOP's chances in a key race and spoil its broader message. It does not spoil the broader message. What it does is it, it literally shows you that the GOP, we had a uniparty. We got a party of elites that want to yes. treat us like slaves. And let me ask you another you know, question, Sharona. Did they kick yeah. your door down? So, uh, you know, November 16th, they took a battering ram to my door, busted my door open. It was and open. Came into my home with guns. My door was open. Oh. It wasn't locked. It wasn't I live in rural locked. Colorado. <laughs> it, it wasn't, wasn't even, even locked. locked. <laughs> they could have just knocked politely and they could have just waited a second for me to get to the door as I was trying to figure out what to do. But um, I think essentially I, we don't have to do rhetoric here because this is just the state of of things here in Colorado. You know, Hugh McKean, the minority leader, is endorsed by One Colorado, a radical LBGTQ organization. Christy Burton Brown never wants to investigate election security. No. They want to pursue their unity. They want to pursue unity at all costs. Um, no matter what it costs us, the individual, they want to pursue liberty with the Democrats here in Colorado. Uh, I don't know what to say about this. They've never said a word about what's actually happening in this state with elections, and yet they want to come out with a press statement telling the clerk, a lawful candidate, how to run her campaign. How is that neutral? Because by extension, when they came out and said, Clerk Peters, suspend your campaign, what they did was to support and endorse the other candidate, Pam Anderson. Uh, Zuckerberg yeah. funded Pam Anderson. So they've Who? lost their ability to no. remain neutral now in this race. And I think you have to, you have to evacuate your office. You have to, you know, you're, you're the face. They called themselves leaders. I've never looked to her for leadership, but they call themselves leaders. So as a leader, it, it's probably time for you to recuse yourself from your position because you obviously will not be able to uh, remain neutral and balanced and, and run these campaigns the way they should be run or even present these campaigns the way they should be presented. So that's where we're at in Colorado. I mean, when when the supposedly the leadership is this week, it's up to us, the people. But I will say, um, I mentioned it before the commercial break there. This is what they think the unaffiliates wanted. That's why they're doing it. Yeah.
They're playing to what they think the unaffiliateds want. And again, in Colorado, I believe that largely our unaffiliated voters are conservatives who have gotten tired of the feckless, spineless cowardice of the GOP leadership. And and frankly, we, we, we're seeing a splitting happening in the in the GOP. I know that in El Paso County, we have we have people that are walking around that I'm sorry, shamelessly worked with the uh, FEC, uh, who we've fr frankly asked to not be a part of FEC United anymore, um, are walking around bad-mouthing other GOP candidates because they're too constitutional. And you know what they use? They use faith. It's like, oh, he's he's an atheist. He admitted it while he was at my house for, for Easter. And, I, and, and so I went, and, and the guy had never been to her house. This is how the liars work. You know, Pamela Anderson worked for Zuckerberg's organization. And she's, she's a Republican? The director. Oh. She's the director for his board. She has also testified on behalf of, Joe, she's also given testimony on behalf of Jenna Griswold. I mean, and that's how, CTCL? how do we, that's right. Mm -hmm, that's right. So I, you know, the circumstances are all coming out of what she's been up to. She's also responsible for mail-in ballots in Colorado. She worked CTCL. secretly. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I, I, so I can't get over that. Yeah. For, for everyone, again, if you didn't watch our, we did a whole episode on this. What CTCL yeah. is now implicated in, in Wisconsin is giving uh, Wisconsin officials, Democrat officials, something to tune of eight or eight point eight million dollars. And in return, they got access in real time to live data yeah. telling who had uh, uh, registered to vote, who has applied for an absentee ballot, who has received a ballot but hasn't turned it in and who has already turned it in. They then use that data to go out and ballot harvest specifically yes. in inner city minority areas to turn out inner city minority voters, which, I mean, they make it sound all nice, but that is a Democrat turnout operation just laundered right. through equality and, and, and a racial lens. That's so right. that was bribery. I mean, they basically bought access to real time data that other organizations do not get from Democrat officials to turn out Democrat voters to harvest Democrat ballots to benefit Dem Democrat candidates. And, uh, and my, my question is how many, that. well, she, not only is she involved, but Max, she is the director. This is really important. So if, so here, let's go back to this Christy Burton Brown and GOP chair issue. If they're going to start putting press releases out about their feelings about candidates, I want to hear their feelings about the Zuckerberg funded Pam Anderson, who well, is, they won't is do that. now, well, but, but it, you know, but we want to be fair. Oh, oh, we are worried about the truth though, Joe. We're worried about the truth. And that's why we put this press statement out. Um, we want the truth. We want the people to know the truth. And, you know, it's just, it's a weak position. It was an ignorant position to take. And it's really, it's kind of heartbreaking to me. I have, I have great faith. I had a lot of great belief in Priscilla Ron as the vice chair. And I hope she can rescind this. She's a very this. nice person. Um, She's Very an incredible nice woman. Yeah. And, and I don't think that they thought this out. Um, I, I think Christy Burton Brown thought it out plenty. Um, and so I hate to see really great people be led astray like this. This is not a heroic moment for the GOP. This is not courage for the GOP. This is ignorance on display and an obvious bias towards a particular candidate and fear. This is fear motivated. They're trying to satisfy somebody. I don't know who it is specifically within the party, but it isn't appealing to unaffiliated voters. And it is certainly not appealing to the constitutional base of this party who is running things in this state, by the way. We are getting stuff done. We are flipping school boards. We are getting congressional candidates elected. Yes, we are we gonna are. get our representatives 
Wisconsin, we're going to overwhelm the vote to the point that they can't cheat anymore, right? We're, they're going to try. They're going to keep doing what they're doing. These are the people who support people like Clerk Tina Peters. And they're not going to buy into this nonsense that, that Christy Burton Brown just put out. That is fear on display. And that we're not a part of that. Well, so I, I want I want to you know say something to you while we're on here. I know we have another ad read that we have to do. Max, you want to do that really quick for one of our sponsors? Um, we'll finish your thought, and then, I, then I'll do it. Okay, so uh, we're we're going to get an email out, and after this show, I'm gonna I need to sit down with you if I can and just walk through some of the details of it. But I want to detail out Pam Anderson. I want to just get some stuff out of your head about the, the Colorado GOP having the same law firm as Dominion Voting Systems. And I'm going to call for um, a massive protest at the state capitol. I guess we'll set it for a couple yeah. of weeks. And I want to get people all over the state. I'm going to start talking to other organizations. And we're going to do a uh, volunteer drive. And we're going to start making phone calls. We're going to start making phone calls. And we're going to have the volunteers walk door to door because the media is not going to cover it. So we're going to 1776 this. And at FEC, we have lots of members everywhere. But we're literally going to get in the neighborhoods and we're going to give people the information door to door. We're going to knock on those doors. We're going to make the phone calls. And that's what they're going to do for the next two to three weeks to wake people up so that we know it's happening. So I'm, I'm committing to you right now that after this call, we're going to send something out to whatever the couple hundred thousand people we have in Colorado, and we're going to continue to just hammer this home. And, um, you know, I, I truly believe that that's the only way that they're going to get the picture is if we start pushing over and rattling, rattling walls. That This is corruption. This is literally corruption at the core. And they want us to walk away and say nothing to see here. And we're going to expose Pam Anderson. We're going to expose Christy Burton Brown. And man, I, I sure do hope the second in command does the right thing. And I think what we should also do is push for um, a recall. I don't know what that, how do you do that? Um, with, I'm, not, I'm not sure on the process, but we're looking at that right now also. Um, yeah. We're going to be doing, um, I, I, Joe is going to let you know also, I'm doing a special Zoom tonight just to start presenting information to the actual leadership in our state, which is those GOP chairs who are on the ground, their secretaries, and then our grassroots organizers and leaders throughout this state to make sure they have the information in their hands so they can make good decisions. And right. they're not just um, they're not just flippantly following this type of fear mongering and this type of you know, it, it's just so cowardice um, at a time in, in history when we need really courageous people who are going to see what things are for what they really are. We're not going to win in Colorado under um, these abusive people. These uh, these what we already know are are machines that are stealing votes under this incredible organization that the Democrats have organized here in Colorado to ballot harvest. We, are, we aren't going to be able to win that way. We have to trust our people in this state. Our leadership needs to trust the people who are doing the work. And that's what they have failed to do. And it's going to come back to bite them hard this time. So I had to shake you a little bit last night, didn't I? Let's not get into that because we're strong. You know, it's just, you know, describe, that, describe that describe that emotion because I think that people need to hear it. I mean, mm -hmm. you're, you're a very strong woman. You have done some amazing things. You are the reason why, I'm just going to say it, you are the reason yeah. why a certain representative in our state got elected. I'm just going to put it on you, right? You know, you know who I'm talking about uh, at all, maybe? Kind of. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, you know, I poured my family and I. We poured our hearts into that campaign and into that person, and um, and I'm 
I'm glad that it happened and I'm thankful that we got to experience that. It's been really wonderful because, you know, you, you're never going to get permission. And for all your listeners who are listening right now and they're, they've got that kind of burning in their belly already and they want to do something, you're just going to have to do it. You're not going to get permission from the powers that be. And, and Joe talked about this elite group, but I will tell you, you know, yeah, there are plenty of times where myself and my family, we kind of look at each other and we're like, this is just getting nuts. And that press release from um, KBB yesterday, you know, that was hard for me to swallow because of the lack of interest and um, because so many people's lives have been personally affected by this incredible research effort. You know, 18 counties across Colorado canvassed and that report's coming out today also, which is another damning report. Do you think Christy Burton Brown's going to send that report out to the Republicans of Colorado to show them what's happening in their own state with with the elections? No, no. no they won't. Why no, not? they won't because they're being advised by the same people who are advising Dominion. And so therefore, there's no way. We have a crisis, of, way, truth. We have a crisis have a cri- of truth. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's when I saw that press release and I talked to talked to you last night, I just thought we can have all the evidence in the world. And if the judges are using the judiciary, um, at weaponizing it against our, our amazing people, if they and they won't hear it and they won't do what's right by it while Eric Coomer, we all saw the video of Eric Coomer. You know, the police were begging him to admit what he did so they didn't have to charge him. And he's a criminal over and over and over again. He's a criminal for real. Um, and so the, the unjustness of the judiciary right now is very disheartening. And so, you know, yeah, I have moments sometimes because I look what it's costing me. You know, we miss things with our kids. Uh, you know, we miss important moments. It takes a lot of time. Um, and we, you know, you lose, you know, this, you lose friends, you have people telling you how you should be doing things and this wouldn't happen. You have people you think will stand by you. And when you need them most, they don't cause they're afraid. So yeah, every now and then we have a moment and, um, then we go to sleep <laughs> and get up the next day and we're like, let's go, let's do yeah. this because yeah. Tina Peters, Tina Peters, isn't going to quit. She's not going away. She's not going anywhere. And even if the very worst happened and the GOP tried to pull her Republican status from her, okay, even if the very worst thing like that happened, she's going to keep going and she's going to win. And that's the bottom line. We are going to win. We have We're we good. have everything standing with us and um, we have the Lord on our side. We have truth on our side. We have all the people. They know. They're not stupid. Yeah. Even though the elites think we are, we are not stupid. And, um, and we're going to do whatever it takes to win and win our state back. We're here with Sharona Bishop talking about Tina Peters, uh, the indictments against her. Um, I'm going to step away real quick and remind everyone that this podcast is sponsored by IP Vanish VPN. Are you tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet? Maybe advertisers are, know a little bit too much about your spending habits and you're starting to see ads popping up around. IP Vanish is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online at the same time. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IP Vanish on your computers, your tablets, your phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IP Vanish, all of your data is encrypted. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and much more will be completely shielded from falling, falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It really is that simple. So for listeners of this show, IP Vanish is is offering an amazing deal of 70% off their yearly plan. Now that comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it, inside of 30 days, you get your money back. And when you buy it, you're going to be paying for 12 months, but you're getting nine free. So go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily. 
and use promo code DAILY to claim your 70% savings. Again, that's IPVANISH.com forward slash DAILY and use promo code DAILY to claim your 70% savings. Coming up towards the end of the broadcast, Sharona, I wanted to ask you about something in the indictment that just seems off the wall, and that is the criminal impersonation claim. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. I don't want you to say anything that could could implicate um, Tina Peters. I don't want you to say anything that could be used against her. But what can you say about that? Because that was something that, that just seemed off the wall, the idea that she, that she's being accused of identity theft. What do you know about that? I really can't speak to that because I don't I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what they mean by that. Um, I can't speak to that. I don't know. It's it's one of those things in there that just it popped out to me like what? That seems like it's a little bit off the wall. I mean, the part the the charge accusing her of not listening to the Secretary of State. I mean, I, I can understand that because she's not listening to the Secretary of State, right? Now, the right. fight in court is over whether the Secretary of State's regulations are lawful, whether they're constitutional. Right? That's the fight mm-hmm. in court. But that one uh, surprised me because I've, I've never heard anything about that. She doesn't strike me as an identity thief. <laughs> so it seems like it just came out of nowhere. I think it's a little bit like I told you with the cyber crimes and burglary. Um you know, uh, that they accused Belinda Nisley of. She didn't commit cybercrime or burglary, but they it's a war on words. So I don't know what they mean by that. I guess we'll find out. Um, but Belinda Nisley didn't commit uh, burglary or cybercrime. She so, went so those, in at the order. So those uh, are Belinda separate charges? W- so she has two now, mm-hmm. two cases that she's yes. working against? Okay. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, she has the original charges. So it's those, the war on words is put there to make people think a certain thing so that they will, in their minds, they'll condemn whoever it is these words are about. And that's what we've seen happen over and over in this situation. It's very challenging to get the truth out there because the words are so strong. What identity theft? I don't think Clerk Peters ever pretended to be anybody but who she is. So I guess we'll find out together what they intend by those words. Well, I think that that's the the issue that we face right now is that there's there is no truth, and that's why I said we're in a crisis of truth, because the truth doesn't seem to matter. It's who they choose. It's it's a mafia environment. I mean, this is literally a mafia environment. This is this is what corruption looks like when the entire government is infected, and the people that are good inside the government are so afraid of rapture yes. and retaliation because they don't know where the head of the snake is that they just go along with it. And so it's going yes. to take it's going to take a, sh- a rattling, a shaking to the core of everything to get all of these people to realize that hey, the people are pissed. Bryce yes. Mitchell, we played him yesterday. He was on Tucker Carlson. He's so a UFC great. fighter, right? Mm-hmm. He said mm-hmm. he said you better get your guns ready, and I'm here to protect Arkansas <laughs> and protect my country. But I'm not going to 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 Ukraine. He was one that stood up and said, I don't care about Ukraine. And by the way, why is my gas going up because of them? This is not That's a globalist right. society. We care about America, right? We need right. to care about it. Put our mask on first. How are you telling me that that should affect me? When I got all That's the right. oil in the ground, you know, Pelosi's out there doing insider trading. Oh, we're going to charge her a thousand bucks for making 300 million. No problem, right? He's saying the quiet part that I've said out loud many, many times. And that is when it clacks off, we know who the enemy is and the enemy are Which, our leaders. We, you know, they're, they're showing us who they are. Yeah. I mean, you, 
we want so much to believe in them and have faith that they're going to do the right thing. But darn it, they keep showing us over and over they can't be trusted. And our founders warned us of this. You know, they need to be changed out, you know, just as often as you change a dirty diaper. They've got to go. We've got to keep them rotating out because otherwise they get in there, they get settled and they run the whole world. And we didn't, that was not supposed to happen. It was supposed to be short, intense, get in there, do your stuff, go home. And then be among the people again so that you don't lose your way. And I think what we've seen is, you know, we've just seen people, they lose their way. They think that they're super important. They think the world can't function without them. They get a God mentality. And yep. and then by the way, their ego kicks in. We've talked about that pride thing where their pride will not let them back down. Pride will not let the county commissioners in Mesa County say we made a mistake. Pride will not let the, the the sheriff admit that he needs to do some investigating. Pride will not cause the district attorney or is causing the district attorney to not back down. Even though they're wrong, 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 their pride is keeping them locked in. It's, it's devastating. And it's why also, just not to preach, but I mean, our founders said we needed to have a moral compass in order to self-govern. And if you don't have a moral compass, if you don't have God directing you, you are left to yourself and your every way seems right to a man. We know that. We all decide right. you live your truth. I don't believe that. I believe there is the truth and we need to be governed by it. And our founders believed we, we would know the truth so that we could govern our own selves. But we transferred that governorship over to these people and they're destroying our lives. So we got to take it back. And I think, as I've said, I want to be very clear. There's so much more for us to do before force becomes an issue. And I also did a video on this Ukraine issue and said, this is a distraction. Our, what matters right now is our own backyards. We're so close to breaking the code. We're so close to exposing what this deep state has done to America. We cannot get distracted with a with with a dictatorship of Ukraine and the dictatorship of Russia. I'm sorry, I don't know. They got to fight for what they want, like we did. We fought for what we wanted, and now we have to fight again because we're losing it. We're so close, and yet we are so close to losing it at the same time. Home. Home is where we need to focus. Don't let these people distract you. And and we have to arm wrestle. I mean, that really is what it comes down to, is that we have to be the ones arm wrestling. And I equate it to arm wrestling because I think that, you know, we, we are in a battle. And, 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 I, and I don't ever want it to go kinetic. I don't want it to go kinetic. But I know there are tens of millions of Americans, like Bryce, like me, that will defend this country, that Constitution, which, by the way, most of our elected leaders know nothing about. So, so we don't ever want it to get to that place. But, mm -hmm. but there's a reason why I, I said on this podcast 18 months ago, come to my house and bring your own bag. You come to my house with a gun. You come to my house to do harm. Bring, bring what, first of all, make peace with your family and make peace with God. Right? <laughs> but bring your own bag. I've said it, Shrona. I know, I, I know. I, and you live, you live a very, your boldness and your, your willingness to be direct and bring things out into the light has put you in a different place. Here's what I would say. If enough people would be willing to do what you would do or what you do, there would be so many of us, you wouldn't be the specific target, but that's where the that's problem lies. That's my point. I'm on the hill right now dancing, right? I'm doing the yep. jig. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm waiting for people to join me dancing. Let's go. If I'm on the hill. Way and, more of us than there are of them. And and I've I've had people that are friends of mine that they're like, Joe, I can't talk to you publicly anymore. And I go, why not? They go, because you're too bold. And I go, all right, here's what's going to happen. You're going to stop being bold and people are going to stop following you. 
And yeah, I, I, I am unpopular in some of my, what's right, my dad told me, what's right is rarely popular and what's popular is rarely right. And unfortunately, be the unpopular guy until you're not. And I don't want to be popular in the fact that people know me. I want to be popular in the fact that I'm leading people in such a way that number one, I'm in the front. So I've had this nickname, Mufasa, for, I don't know, a decade, Max? I mean, ever since... You're, you're the one who really calls yourself that. Well, Chris is the one that actually... Chris, Chris, Chris is actually the one that gave me that nickname, who was the CTO of the previous company. But it's leading from the front, knowing that you're going to die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it, do, it doesn't matter. I mean, to me, it, it makes no difference. Like, in this life or the next. I mean, it's, it's a William Wallace, you know, kind of live by the idea that you're, you maybe... Maybe you don't make it out, but does it really matter? It's, it's the path that you choose, and frankly, it's right or wrong. Is what they're doing to us right or is it wrong? And if it's wrong, then, then, then you have to stop it. By all means necessary, you have to stop it. And so when I, when I talk about the things I talk about, the only reason I put that stuff out there is because I want people to understand consequence. We definitely are feeling the consequence of a stolen election. And now I'm back to the place where I say, work the problem. We got to work the problem. How do we work the problem? We solve 2020. We get back and we make sure we hold Dominion accountable and we unapologetically hold all these people accountable. And, you know, I want to just point out that um, President Trump has not announced his run for presidency because he's not going to do that. He won 2020. It was stolen. He's counting on us to do the work that we need to do in yep. order to get this country right side up. And I remember when I very first started doing work here in Colorado, I had heard that we had some billionaires in this state. And I guess they had said something like, well, they need to burn, uh, just let them burn. And once they felt the burn enough, then then we'll sweep in, you know, we'll come in and help. What they understood that I didn't at the time is the burning is the waking up. We have to wake up the people to care enough about their own home in order to do something beneficial for them. If we don't protect our own backyard, there is no savior coming for us in this world right now. Trump is not coming to save us. He's no, hoping he's we're doing what we're supposed to do. There's no Calvary coming. John Wayne is dead. You're it, you're the answer, you're the solution. We say it all the time because it is the absolute truth. The founders hoped you would be, you would be um, an engaged electorate and that you would be an educated electorate. And in my mind, when we start talking about force, it's because we're, um, you know, a lot of times we're not willing to educate ourselves. So I want to encourage you, please read the first report from Mesa County. Please read the second report from Mesa County and get ready for the third one. The third report's going to lead to decertification here in Colorado. It is extremely important that you be an, an educated electorate. Don't be like Christy Burton Brown. Don't just make random, crazy, weird decisions like this without educating yourself. And the, the harm that she did yesterday is um, I don't know I don't know what the fallout will be from that, but it's because she's chosen to be ignorant about the most important issue on the minds of all Americans right now, our elections. She wants power. I mean, let's just call it what she wants. She wants power. She wants the next place. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm going to do everything I can, everything I can, to make sure that you know she broke her neutrality. She broke it. She basically campaigned yes. for Zuckerberg. She campaigned yes. for Zuckerberg yesterday. Personally yes. stood up and endorsed Pamela Anderson, who is at the tip of the spear of the election fraud across this country. And she's taking her advice from a, a legal firm that represents the pariah of our country. Dominion. Dominion. 
That's right. Um, I, uh, this statement was made or was sent out by um, uh, former attorney Maurice Eimer. I just want to read his statement. Friends, yesterday, the officers of the Colorado GOP issued the press release below. In my opinion, a rational analysis could only conclude that this is a gross violation of the requirement that all GOP officers remain neutral during primaries. I am ashamed that our officers would put a finger on the scale of the Secretary of State race, while at the same time sitting in judgment of others accused of doing so. Tina Peters is a lawful candidate who has not been convicted of any crime. Joe Jackson's disclaimer in the press release is a farce. Uh, uh, after the officers crapped all over Tina, Joe tries to spray room freshener on it. <laughs> I love this guy. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. They, they, they made their endorsement. That's what they did. It's and very sad. So we're moving well, on. No, no, no. We're not moving on. We're not. I mean, well, we're moving. We're moving oh, forward. No, yeah. no, no. We'll be t we'll be dealing with that issue. But as far oh, as yeah. Tina's campaign goes, she's moving forward. She's got campaign stops. We have county assembly this weekend, and um, but we have to dig in our heels. We're you're right. We're, we're digging our heels in on this one. This was this was one step too far. All right. Well, I want to tell you. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, I will call you in probably forty five minutes. Are you going to be available then? And uh, we'll walk Sounds through good. some things, get something out, and uh, you know we will uh, jump in the fight with you. God bless you, Sharona. And, and I want to tell you what I told you last night. We are winning. We are winning. We're in the arm wrestling. They only weld power that they want to perceive that they have. They don't hold it, right? They perceive that they have it. They want you to think they have it. They're building this mirage like they have in our, in our communities. And all we have to do is continue to stand up and eventually... Because they are weak, we will we will fracture them, and then they will fall. That's right. Thank you right. so much, Max. Thank you, Thanks. Joe. Thank you guys for all your work. All right. God bless you. Bye. Thank you. So, so I was going to play a video. the The freedom video is what I'm talking about. Was the one with where he's on the horse and he's talking to the, you know, the the uh, um, William Wallace video. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Copyrighted one. Yeah. But we can give a commentary through it, I think. I mean, we're not on Facebook, so I don't think we run into any risk. We'll rumble, but... Well, I, I think rumble, rumble will be push. fun. But, but, I, but I think that I want people to understand that we have to start every single day. Yes, somebody just said, Joe, you're building an army. Yes, I am. I absolutely am. I mean, through it all. And I don't make the right decisions all the time. I'm just trying to build a mechanism where we can all stand together. I'm trying to say, listen, let's, let's start at the beginning and let's just start doing. I'll stop talking about it, start being about it. And, and yeah, it's uncomfortable. Sharona will tell you. We've been in, we've been in conversation. I've been in conversations with Sharona, and it's, it's unbelievable because she's like, well, Joe, uh, yeah, so that, that, that uh, uh, U.S. congressman called me and said, man, I freaking love Joe. But I was told... I'm not allowed to hang out with Joe anymore <laughs> because he's too controversial. And I said, hey, it's okay. I'm standing on the hill and I'm dancing. I'm dancing. And, and sometimes I don't say the right thing or do the right thing, but authenticity is kind of the thing that we have to go to. Yeah, it's two minutes and 30 seconds long. Let's go ahead and play it. Salute for presenting yourselves on this battlefield. I give you thanks. This is our army. To join it, Turn you it give homage. I give homage to Scotland. 
And if this is your army, why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. This is us. This is who we are. If you're in the audio version, this is... Sons of Scotland! I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, a man. He kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? You may. Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives but they'll never take our freedom! So you can't you can't watch that and not say to yourself, "Yeah, I may die, and I may live." You have to make a choice, and the the the, the parallels that I see in this to where we are right now is that nothing really matters because the future that we take away from our kids, the future we take away from our country, the fact that we're battling for the soul of our nation, you know, we, we might die. We might not have what we want in this life, but they will, they will face it in the next. And we have to stop looking at, at creature uh, uh, comfort features and uh, do I have a TV and, you know, do I have the 80-inch TV and the, the, the Xbox? Do we really want to win? And I'm not talking win from the standpoint that we're playing basketball or football. Set all that aside. I'm talking about winning back the essence, the, the ethos of what we are as a nation and stopping the evil from doing what it's doing inside of our own country. They have literally done, and this is the facts blast for today, Max, is it not? They have, they have literally said that as an elected person in your community, you are not allowed to stand up for your people. You are not allowed to fight for truth. The crisis that we have in truth is the weaponization of every part of our society by this evil group of people. So you know what? I'd rather lose my life than say, it's okay. 
I just want to live my life. I just want to be happy. Because in the end, you're never going to be happy. In the end, you can't unsee what you've seen. And you have to make a decision on what you're willing to stand for. Are you principled or are you not? And don't tell me that I'm afraid. I'm not, I'm not telling you you're not afraid. I'm not telling you that there aren't certain days that I'm afraid. Like, what have I done? Why did I screw up my life? Why couldn't I keep my mouth shut? Why couldn't I just sell my company and go drink my ties on a beach somewhere? Why did I have to even say a word? And the reason why is because it's not that I didn't have fear of losing those things that I had worked my entire life for. It's that I knew that I had enough courage that I would act despite that fear. And I think that's where we're at. Back to you, Max. Yeah. Well, we are out of time. If you guys like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio edition of the podcast. Uh, we're everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and more. Uh, so head on over there. Subscribe. If you like us on Apple Podcasts and you have an Apple device, please do leave us a five-star review to help us climb up in the rankings. Go live at 12 noon Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So tune in for that. And if you need a reminder, need a, a little reminder, text the word FREEDOM to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. And that will tell you what we're talking about that day and then how, when, and where you can watch. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. Remember the fight to take back the country as we just saw today. Not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together.